Thank you for tuning in to another fun episode with your favorite mouse moms, Juliana. Hey! Lori. Hi. And me, Jennifer. This week starts the season of loving on the US of A with Memorial Day, paying homage to those who made the ultimate sacrifice for our nation, to honoring the, our flag on Flag Day next month, to the ultimate in patriotic celebrations with the 4th of July. There's a lot to reflect on. So let's dig in and talk about all the ways in which Disney celebrates our great nation. And first, we need to do that with a Mouska cocktail. This one is not your typical cocktail. This one is non-alcoholic, but delicious nonetheless. Uh, this one is called the American Dream Slushy. You can find this at the Fife and Drum Tavern, which is in the American Adventure in Epcot. It's a mixture of strawberry and raspberry slushy and soft serve vanilla ice cream. Totally refreshing on a hot patriotic day. <laughs> I feel uh, like vanilla vodka would go really well in this. I was just going to say, do you think they'd add a floater to this if you asked? Right? I think BYO floater. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Jen, no. you, you're not allowed to do you're that. You're not allowed Jen. to do that. Well, could you go over to the... Um, Regal Eagle Smokehouse bar there, and ask just for a shot of vodka. I, no, I, I don't, I, I don't think they do that. Because then people will just be going up yelling shot shots, and you, <laughs> that's all you get going around Epcot. I don't well, then buy like a vodka tonic with the vodka separate. <laughs> you can just put that on the side. I'll have a vodka tonic with the vodka on the side, please. <laughs> I'm sure times. they do that all the time. Desperate measures. There's also, it does sound good, though. It does. It sounds refreshing. Yeah. No, we're not going to. There's ways. There's ways to do it that we're not going to go into. We'll, we'll let our listeners figure it out for themselves. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This is also something that would be really easy to make at home with your vodka as well. And my exactly. slushy machine? <laughs> a blender. Do you don't a make blender. margaritas? Girl, like do slushy. I make margaritas? <laughs> Oh, I'm gosh. actually sad because so, you know, we're moving back to the U.S. next month and I'm trying to sell a bunch of stuff. And I, I brought my vitamin of all the appliances to bring with me. I brought my Vitamix because margaritas <laughs> and it was American. So I had to buy like a power converter for it. And I just sold my power converter. So now I have to go like four weeks without my Vitamix. I know. That was anyway, moving planning. on. That was poor, was. poor planning. It was. You got to strike while the iron's hot sometimes. I don't know. Priorities. <laughs> I know. All right. How about the news? All right. So the news. So <laughs> aside from my moving home and selling my uh, uh, power converter, we skipped the Which news is last big news. week. It is big news. It's big news. The power converter or am I coming home? Both. <laughs> <laughs> so we skipped the news last week um, um, because we were just so excited about our special guest. I hope you all listened. And if you didn't, go back and listen because she's fabulous. Um, but we need to take a minute to discuss some news this week, particularly around um, Disney's update of their mask and social distancing policies. So to somewhat mixed reviews among clients, Disney has relaxed their mask policy. So now they are only required indoors, in line queues, on rides, 
in restaurants if you're not eating. Am I missing anything? So basically you okay. can transportation. Oh, and transportation. You can and lines for transportation. You yeah. can walk around outside if you're spaced out. Again, the social distancing, if I didn't mention, has gone from six feet to three feet, I believe. Am I right? Um, so yeah. you can walk around outside without your mask on. <laughs> and of course, we mask moms are super excited about this with um, various festivals and whatnot, because now you can eat and drink on the move in Disney, which <laughs> makes Epcot even more fun. Epcot, Disney Springs. So Disney Springs, if you didn't know before, even walking around Disney Springs, you had to have your mask on at all points in time, um, unless you were pulled over eating and drinking. So this was a huge one um, to just be able to walk around and you're outside and spaced out. I know some people are kind of against it, but when you're getting near people, you know, and you always have that right to put on your mask. Right. So just because they said you don't have to doesn't mean that you don't have True. to. True. Whatever makes you comfortable. Yeah. Whatever makes you comfortable. Uh, and yeah, like we could go into science and all that, but this isn't the place for that. So that's no. the rule. Like it or lump it. That's the way it goes. Let's talk about, let's move into the daily roundup. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Um, um, big news also. Yes. Oh, right. yes. So you might all hear a little bit of noise in the background. Jen is on hold with the Disney Wish, <laughs> trying to get us on board that darn cruise. So, Priorities. what was it? Last week, the inaugural sailing opened up for DVC members and Platinum yeah. or what have you. Uh, at the time of this recording, the other sailings are opening for for special people and then, <laughs> and then on Thursday this week, we will open for the general public for all the other sailings this summer. So Jen is waiting very patiently on hold to get us on this ship. So please wish guys, us luck. I was gonna say, if you've ever been on hold with Disney Cruise Line or Disney in general, you don't hang up. No. So we're gonna, we're gonna do this podcast with her on hold. Yeah, so Jen's gonna mute herself. <laughs> So you don't have to listen. And every to... once in a while, I'll pop on to contribute and you'll listen to beautiful Disney music in the background. <laughs> right. Which makes everyone happy. Right? All right. Now All the deal. All right. Roundup. Now we can do the roundup. All right. So as Jen said, we are going to concentrate on everything America. Um, so <laughs> we have listed a quote that Walt Disney first said in an interview. Not first said, but said about um, America and patriotism. So it was, if you could see in my eyes, the American flag is waving in both of them and my spine is growing this red, white, and blue stripe. So if you guys don't know, Walt Disney was huge, huge into patriotism and America and everything else. And you can see that throughout all the different parks. Um, also, he was in, he was in World War II, correct? He was part of, he had joined uh, the, what did he join? The army, he was, what did it say? He was too young to enlist, but that didn't stop him from serving in France with the Red Cross Ambulance Corp. Um, he was very passionate about uh, serving under his nation. And during World War II, he allowed many of his characters to be used by the military free of charge as mascots and decorations. So this is kind of brought through all the history of him. Um, and he's kind of brought this into the parks. So I think we're going to go through... And kind of dig in to see where we can see all this stuff um, about celebrating America in all the different parks. So I think the big one that I know about is the flag retreat in Magic Kingdom. Um, you know, I knew about this one before, but I have to say during COVID, they did one when the parks were closed. They had a super cute video um, of gathering the, of putting as that 
uh, one of the, I think it was security, was putting up the flag every single morning and then retreating the flag at night. Even though the park was closed, they were still doing this tradition every single time. Um, so now that the parks are open, they aren't necessarily doing this ceremony. Um, I think they're still doing it to an extent. They're just not doing the big ceremony due to COVID to not get the crowds and everything. But in normal times, um, you would gather in town square and watch the American flag um, retire for the night um, and be retreated down. And then this ceremony itself, would you would see that Disney security selects a guest and it's usually a veteran or select military personnel and they would participate in the ceremony. They would do the Pledge of Allegiance. They would, um, and they would pick that guest and that guest would actually take part of the ceremony to retreat the flag and they would fold it up and then that person would kind of um, walk down with it. And I knew they were playing, they were playing God Bless America at some point during the ceremony as well. Um, so it was a really cool thing um, that they were doing. I think during COVID they've kind of made it a little bit, you know, not to gather the crowds, but I think that's a really, really cool you know, tradition that they had going. Um, so yeah, that's one at Magic it was Kingdom. Really cool. Um, like you said, when the parks were closed that they were doing this, I think a lot of diehard Disney fanatics are, are upset with the direction that Disney is moving in terms of the commercialization and making it a really expensive vacation. And I think this for a lot of people brought it back to the Disney roots, because like you said, Walt was so patriotic and it was so yeah. important to him to incorporate that stuff into the parks. And so that was really touching and they are still doing it now. Like you said, in terms of just they're raising the flag and lowering the flag, it's just not a ceremony yeah. because of, because exactly what you said, which hopefully it'll be, Hopefully it'll come back soon. That one never drew an enormous crowd like the parades no. did. So I feel like that one is a good one to bring back. I do wonder why. Like, was it people just didn't really know about it? Or do people just, because like, I feel like people just don't know about it because it is so, I mean, I'm not like a hugely patriotic person. Like, obviously I love my country, but it's it, touching. It, it's it is emotional. so emotional and touching and and it just goosebumps all around every time. And just and seeing it, the person that they select to be like up front and center for the ceremony, it's usually like an older person or a, a uniformed person, which is equally as emotional. Mm -hmm. It's a really nice one. I think it's also held at a time of day. It's five o'clock. So everybody's off to dinner or leaving the parks. Yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it too. But hopefully now that you guys know about it, you'll, you'll go. It's, it's a <laughs> mute yourself. It's a really, it's a really <laughs> touching and cool experience. So if you find yourself there at the time of the flag retreat, go ahead and, and, and get there because it, it's just, it's special. It's always special. Yeah. It's I was going to say, and it probably didn't gather the crowds either because you can, most people are kind of designed in their head to walk down. And if they see character, it's, ooh, character. And right. we walk this way. So you got no characters involved here. You yeah. just have, you know, you're retreating the flag and somebody's standing there. And I think it's a little different. And I don't think a lot of people know the traditions that go into it, that it is a daily tradition that has been going on, even though, even when the parks were shut down um, to kind of stop and see this, they're just kind of like, oh, they're pulling the flag down. Right. Um, so yes. Yeah. So if you guys see this, definitely stop, take a look. Um, hopefully they bring back the tradition of, um, bringing a veteran or somebody that's currently in the service to, um, help out with that. 
it probably has to do with the flag. You know, you're passing something off. You're getting close. I guess okay. I mean, they've, they've gotten rid of all audience participation and all yeah. their shows and parades and yeah. everything. So that's probably yeah. another one. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. this one comes back before. So the other big one in Magic Kingdom is obviously the Hall of Presidents. Um, I'll be honest. I finally went. I have been to Disney since I was five almost every single year. I finally went to the Hall of Presidents. What was it? Two years ago? It's first time. It's cool. And I, it's That's really cool. I'm kidding myself. It is. <laughs> By the way, the Canadians leading you all the way through this America stuff. Just you, putting that because, out there. <laughs> like I said, immigrants get the job done, girl. <laughs> so, yeah, I think so this is the one where my family, when I was growing up, this is where we used to go to take a nap in the air conditioning. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's definitely one, though, where you appreciate especially the animatronics of the whole thing because that's like that was Walt's dream right there that's where it was started that's where he started right with the animatronics right so have they updated the animatronics or is it still like the original like no they're more like you know in Navi River where the I don't Jen I don't know about Navi River (laughs) please tell me We've met we we've mentioned it before. Jen would not let me ride Navi River. She was calling me back to the pool with a it's a waste of time with rum. Let's just talk about that for a minute. And I don't even like rum. Right. So how hard did I have to try? Not very. But anyway, the shaman in this particular attraction, her moves are very fluid and elegant and graceful. And I definitely noticed that in the Hall of Presidents, they're much more, it's not like robotic anymore. Like it's creepy <laughs> how realistic they are. It's currently closed. Yes. Um, because they are putting Biden. They're putting in Biden there. in. So, so yes. for people that don't know, the Hall of Presidents is a animatronic show. So kind of think like Carousel. Um, it's, I mean, for the most part, you're just not moving around. Um, carousel so you have of progress, not yeah. Prince Charming's regal carousel. Yeah, sorry, carousel <laughs> of progress. Um, anyways, um, so it has all the presidents in here. It goes through the whole story of America. Um, and for people that don't know, it also has every single president in there. Including um, the impeached ones. Yes, including the impeached ones. Um, so currently it is closed. It does this every time there's a new president. It shuts down for a couple months because then it puts the new president in. Um, so <laughs> the reason I haven't been in after I've had kids, the one time I went two years ago was without kids. It is, I think, 22 minutes long. Um, so if you don't hit it right, we waited in the, I guess you can call it waiting room, but it actually is really cool th- things in the waiting room. It actually, it has the only seal other than that's at the yes. White House, right? It's the only place outside of the White House itself where you can see the presidential seal displayed. It's pretty, which is pretty freaking impressive, Walt. Correct. Like, nice work. Yeah. Yes. So, and it's just, it's just so, it's, it just, it just makes you proud. It's just, there's it something about it. Being a non-American, it still was. My kids are American, so we were walking them through and seeing it. But I will say with little kids, we waited 20. We missed a show. We Mm. waited over 20 minutes in that waiting room. And then my kids melted down and we're we're out. 
Um, so it is super tough for those young kids. It is a 22 minute show. I think if you have, if I were to just have my nine and seven year old, I'd totally make their butts sit through it and go to the show and actually learn some history. Um, the two year old was having nothing of it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great thing to go see. It has a lot of history in it. Um, I, I think it's really cool. And then one of the fun facts we have is that when they originally did it, uh, Walt Disney was so adamant of how they're supposed to look that it, he didn't like how it first looked. So he told the Imagineers to develop the first audio animatronic. I can't say that word. We gotcha. Okay. <laughs> animatronic figure. Thanks. In human form. So the result that they did, so you have the biggest one is President Lincoln. And President Lincoln, you know, doing his, it's, he does his speech, correct? Or part of the speech? Anyone? <laughs> I don't I don't even remember. She was napping. And <laughs> I'm on I'm on hold. I'm on hold. She's on hold. What's your excuse? I'm, I am very distracted by a Facebook post. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Wow, this is this is yeah, going this, off the rails. This episode off. is going down in history. Off yep. the rails. All mm -hmm. right. So main point please go see the Hall of Presidents. And now Juliana is going to talk about the American Adventure in Epcot. Am I? You so are. I feel like American Adventure in Epcot is totally often overlooked. Um, I uh, talk about goosebumps. My, I love what are they I called? like this one better than I Hall haven't of seen Presidents. this one. I haven't seen this one. So the show, Aside, I mean. right? The show. What's it called? Help me, help me. Uh, Which show are you talking the about? The The Voices of Liberty. Voices of Liberty. They're fantastic, but this show that's in this um, pavilion, I like it better than the Hall of Presidents. I just, I think it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. It's really pretty. I wanted very I similar because it's one. audio uh, animatronics and and it tells a story and all that kind of stuff. So it's very similar, but um, but I like it better. <laughs> I just think it's cooler. Um, they just move different. Like they, in the Hall of Presidents, everybody's either sitting down or standing up. There's a point where one of the presidents stands up to speak, but this one, like they're moving forward there. It's like, it's creepy. It's really cool. <laughs> I like it. But yes, Voices of Liberty is what you're talking about. Uh, yes, but so the one but the one that you're talking about, right? It takes you through time, right? Like from the Mayflower, the Boston Tea Party, Valley Forge, the signing of the Declaration of Independence, the Civil War, the Great Depression, just takes you through like all these seminal moments in American history. Again, goosebumps, chills, you know, the good moments. It overlooks the not so positive moments, which we all know existed. Um, it's really neat. And then of course there's Voices of Liberty where there's actual live singers and they sing all those patriotic songs that we all learned in school as kids and had to sing. And it just, I don't know, it takes you back. I will Love say the American show. Pavilion itself in Epcot, I, we, in the past, I've always kind of skipped over it. Oh, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, people like, I'm like, we're in America. I want to go right. see the other countries. I don't want to go see America, but I've actually spent, I guess being there for three months, we'll do that. But I've spent time in the American pavilion and it's really, they, I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff. There's a lot of stuff that they've put in there that I, I think are just amazing to do with American history and everything else that I think when you get lost in a theme park, it's, 
you know, we've gone around before where I'm like, the kids could actually learn some history here. Like there's actual things to learn verse there's Mickey, there's Donald, blah, blah, blah. So I, I really like this pavilion. It's really cute. Um, you know, they, I've not seen that show there because of young kids. I waited outside for Jen's parents there. So they said it was awesome. <laughs> it is. It's very awesome. You should, you should go see it. Um, and the Voices of Liberty are fantastic. They are not yeah. currently, they usually sing underneath that big rotunda because of mm -hmm. the acoustics. They are not currently there because of COVID, but they're still there. They just, they sing out on the big main stage there in front of mm -hmm. the American Pavilion. Yeah. So you can still hear them. Mm -hmm. They're very cool. Mm -hmm. I also love um, the American Adventure for the food. <laughs> like I know it's crazy because you're in the World Showcase and you can eat, sample all these cuisines from all over the place, but um, it's from a, sorry, I'll explain later. But um, I was like, love- Was that her American accent? No, it's, <laughs> all right, I'll explain now because we have time. So have you all ever heard of Glove and Boots? It's a, it's a, I don't even know if they still exist. They're like these YouTube puppets and there's one, Jen, you'll appreciate it as a New Yorker. There's one where he's like the Italian stallion and it's like this like froggy thing. And he's telling you how to get through New York city as a visitor. And you know, it's basically about like, get out of the way, like just move fast, get out of the way. All right. I digress. The food at American adventure, the barbecue is excellent. The beers are so so good. I think I have mentioned more than once on the podcast before. They serve my favorite beer there, Hazel Little Thing from Sierra Nevada. So good. Um, I could I could hang out there for quite some time. And also, yeah. notoriously, they have some of the best food booths at the festivals. Like they had they that do. amazing lobster roll last time. They had those seared scallops for they flowers. Had the oysters. They had uh, it wasn't flour. I don't remember what it was, but the oysters, they had that funnel cake with the, oh, oh. delicious. Yeah. I think I American cuisine gets a bad rap sometimes, but. I think it's like what, more like what Lori said, that it's just, you know, we can get that anywhere. And you like, can get it anywhere. I guess but at the people same point, are more wrapped up and. Yeah. I'm the from Midwest. Stuff. And I enjoy lobster roll and oysters and everything else. Cause we don't typically get that here. Right. So, but the barbecue is just amazing right um, and i yeah i've lived in the carolinas for what 12 years now minus the last two it's legit it's really good of really course good. they serve barbecue chicken which is out of this world their smoked chicken was so good so yeah. did i ever tell you guys this story so and i have a, a friend who's a faithful listener hi leslie she moved to raleigh from florida and she tells this story, and Leslie, correct me if I'm wrong, but she tells this story where she went to like her first like outdoor barbecue festival or whatever. And she went up to the booth and she asked for barbecue chicken. And they said, do you want barbecue or do you want chicken? And she was like, yeah, barbecue chicken. And they were like, are you asking for barbecue or are you asking for chicken? Cause like they'll smoke a chicken, but that's not barbecue. Barbecue in the Carolinas is pork and only pork. Which <laughs> is just really, it's just a little funny side story. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> it's a cute story. It is it's a very cute, cute story. Cute. It has and nothing I, to love, do with I love their barbecue and even their barbecue yeah. chicken there. Even their barbecue chicken. And it's, even their the portions chicken. are huge. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of the polite pig. But it's mm -hmm. kind of sometimes a pain to get 
to Disney Springs. <laughs> I will admit, I don't get to Disney Springs every trip. You know, I get to Epcot so every trip. If you need, if you need barbecue, this is not shabby at all. This it's really this good. Is a hidden gem. I love this place. And those and pickles. I will say the American right. Pavilion. <laughs> those are so good. <laughs> those pickles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like a pickle. You guys did eat a lot of the pickles. It was a lot. Um, and I will say the American Pavilion too. So it's halfway around the world when you're walking around Epcot. It seems to be a good stopping point. Um, it doesn't seem to be as crowded. Um, it's also a good stopping point to gauge how many drinks you've had to continue on your way around the world. <laughs> it's really big, isn't it? It's I feel huge. Like it's really a big area. It's, it's a big a area small to space world after all. Oh, there it is. Oh, good God. <laughs> oh. I feel like in October during food and wine, America is where I was like, you guys, we need to go in here and sober up for 10 minutes because I'm See, I told you. It's, yeah, it's right. This, it's the you're point right. where you reevaluate what you've done halfway yes. around and you're like. And where you've made what mistakes. <laughs> what mistakes have I made? Right. To, how do how I continue do we, on? How do you mean like. Bounce back from this. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a very nice fountain you can sit by. It's a very, it's, it's a nice, nice area. Um, it's yeah. I enjoy the, the American Pavilion. And with the theater right across from there, what is it called? The, it's where they have the Garden Rocks concert series and all the other stuff. I can't, I might be the American Adventure Theater. I don't even know. I can't remember what it's called, but there's like a little amphitheater right there along the water. And so like, you can just hang out there and if they're doing serial shows, you're going to catch one. Yeah. And they're cute. I told they're you guys, I saw, I saw the gin blossoms there. <laughs> well hey, <done>. jealousy. <laughs> Why is this going downhill so fast? <laughs> like I said, America is where you evaluate your mistakes. <laughs> you see how you can recover. You make a plan of action and you move on. Are you so saying the gin on. blossoms are a mistake? No. 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 I'm no. saying I missed my early 20s oh my god i was in my 40s when i saw the gin blossoms at american yes event, but you were in your 20s when they were impactful in your and life I, and i didn't realize how many gin blossom songs i actually knew there there are quite a bit i know quite a bit see that all right moving on oh also at american adventure is so i don't know if y'all have seen the movie soul like jazz the true american art form right like that is yeah an American music, like we can claim that as Americans, that is our genre of music. Um, and, and I really do love the movie Soul. Like it's not your typical Pixar movie, but I loved it. Anyway, I guess now there is a temporary exhibit called the Soul of Jazz at an American Adventure um, that takes you on a musical tour of America and the colorful history of jazz music. And it features Joe Gardner from Pixar's Soul. Fun fact, did you all know, so Jen taught me this, that through her son, Jack, who's an animator in training or a budding animator, that hands are incredibly hard to animate. Did you know that John Baptiste from the Stephen Colbert band Stay Human was the model for those hands? So not really? only did he write the music with Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails, or who is Nine Inch Nails, he was the model for the pianist. Huh. Isn't that really cool? 
That's and amazing. I don't know, yeah. And if you That's guys really don't, cool. yeah, if you don't know who John Baptiste is, he is smooth. Like he is really cool, really smooth, really funny, um, and a really talented, talented musician. And a fabulous hand model. And a fabulous. It reminds hand me model. of Joey from <laughs> Right? And he's oh looking for his hand model twin. <laughs> yes. Oh, this this podcast episode is going down. Somewhere going down in history, American history, American history. Yes, I I have a feeling it's a a best of 2021 (laughs) (laughs) or worst. I don't know, kids. How we compare the America Pavilion to where you stop and figure out if you made bad choices? (laughs) Which, what could be more American than that, right? guys actually what's most american then is continuing on along the same negative path that you've taken before (laughs) stop evaluate realize don't change it's going downhill we're just gonna make it go down further let's do it it's all good it's all good we're charming charming americans plus one anyway also Lori, what's what else happens at all right so also which I think is really cool. I've never seen this. Um, I have seen videos of this. Um, is that the Blue Angels and the Thunderbirds military planes have been known to fly over Epcot and Magic Kingdom um, around Memorial Day, Veterans Day. Um, I have seen the videos of this. I've never, I think it would be really cool to see. I've seen actually a video. Somebody got it while they were crossing right by Cinderella's Castle. And Aww. the planes were just going over. Beautiful. I would love um, to see that. Right? I love it. I've seen them fly over Charlotte like during football games or whatever like but i've never seen them over the castle like that, that would must be really be. cool and for people that don't know one of the busiest days um at the magic kingdom is fourth of july um so it is which you people are crazy it is hot <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> there is a lot of people that you're crazy i love i love my disney world but god <laughs> so my husband grew up in Florida, um, not far from Disney, about an hour and a half away. And again, in the 80s, when we were kids, you could just show up for the day. No park reservations, obviously. Um, and no fast passes or anything like that. So you just showed up. You just went. You showed up for the day. And that was that. And most days it was fine. But on the 4th of July, man, whoo. So he tells this story where he's like, I couldn't have been more than seven. It was like right after the fireworks. And hordes and masses of people are like walking toward the exit and he got separated from his parents and his siblings. Oh, like oh. it was just, yeah. And he was apparently like completely oblivious and his mom was freaking out. She couldn't find him. Like it is that crowded. It is just a sea of people. If you are not moving, you will get trampled. Like it is intense, insane on the 4th of July, but it's so cool. I was going to say, the reason it's so cool is because they did a special fireworks show that night. And so the they Blue would Angels, right? The, yeah, and Blue Angels, you would see 4th of July fireworks that night. So for people that don't know, before COVID, this is one of the days that would sell out. It would sell out and be at capacity by 10 or 11 o'clock. If you weren't in there by 10 or 11, you ain't getting in for the rest of the day. And mm-hmm. if you're in there, you can't leave or you won't be able to get back in. So now with park reservations, it's going to be a little bit different. Um, you know, we'll, I, I don't, we'll see if they do the fireworks. I'm going to guess on no, um, this year, 
but um, it is one of the busiest days because, you know, people, I, I guess you look at this as like an American tradition of going to Disney World. So I think, you know, this entire, you know, Disney World vacation thing has turned into like an American, you know, tradition. Um, so that's how people look at it. So, and one of the last things over at Magic Kingdom, which is my favorite, are the Muppets. Um, the Muppets used to do a great moments in American history. That was by far my favorite. They popped up at some point. That right after right? right after the parks opened. Yeah. They came back for a little bit, but they're not there anymore. They're gone um, again. Which is that so sad, sad because right? that was my most favorite thing ever. I so, mean, love the Muppets, love the story, totally conducive to that kind of show because it's right in Liberty Square. Yeah. It's oh, we didn't Sam talk about Eagle. We didn't really talk about Liberty Square as, as No, we should place. talk about Liberty Square. There's the so all of Liberty Square is just a tribute to Americana. It's wonderful. It's actually my favorite. It's the smallest, but my favorite land in all of Magic Kingdom. I just love it. You you guys have heard me talk about how much I love Columbia Harbor House. Um Yeah, I miss I, that. I love I love everything about Liberty Square. It's ye old Christmas shop is there. Like I just love it. Um, there's also the Liberty Square Riverboat, which is, mm -hmm. you know, like an homage to the New Orleans Riverboats. And that's, you know, a good place to cool off and chill out. You take a little river tour. I, I it, Like I there's said, There's also my a lot of fun hidden secrets and gems there that you can look around. That like the Brown tribute, River? The Brown Duty River. There's also those. <laughs> I'm secrets. sorry, what? <laughs> you don't know this? Um, I'm sorry. This was in our oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Magic Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's magic. explain again. So, so you know how, like, all of the lands have different sidewalks, right, or different paths. They all have a different color, and this is by design. They want you to to feel, even if you're looking down, that you are in a whole new place. So, so I don't, I don't remember what's what. However, go ahead, take it away, Lori. So they have. Oh, Jen knows the facts more. Can you go off hold? Can you go off? There not you going go. off hold, but I will take me off. Not we'll just hold. listen Sorry. to Bell in the background. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so when you're in Liberty Square, you'll notice that there is a brown stripe, like it looks like a river running through a brown river, and that's because it is supposed to symbolize that time period that we're in in Liberty Square where they used to empty the bedpans into the street. And so uh, that fact is such a popular fact for like yeah. the, the, te the tween boy. I would say even eight-year-old boys. My boys love it. <laughs> but besides that disgusting fact, there are a lot of really cool Americana facts there. Like if you look at the huge, beautiful tree that's in Liberty Square, that's like the center, the root, if you will, of that area, you'll notice that there are 13 lanterns hanging there to represent the colonies. You'll notice that in one of the windows, um, there are two lanterns and Paul, Paul Revere's lanterns. One if by yeah. land, two if by sea. So just really cool. Again, the Brown River, the Brown River too, the reason they have that. So then they have no bathrooms. If you notice, there are no bathrooms in Liberty Square. The bathroom I is underneath the bridge on your way to Adventureland, yeah. and it's technically in Adventureland. <gasps> I did not know that. With yeah, the exception, no obviously, of the restaurants. So you uh, yeah, of the yes. Yeah, so you have Liberty Square, that or not Liberty Square, Liberty um, Tree Tavern. Liberty Thank Tree you, Liberty Tree Tavern, Tree Tavern yeah. that has the Which bathroom. 
Also, as a great American institution, there's your Thanksgiving dinner every day. And they have a great salad for people that don't feel like having they or they I don't know if they still do it, but they had an amazing salad um, that was there as well. But yeah, they have a lot of cool facts in there. But yeah, the bathroom went through me for a loop. If someone said that to me, I'm like, I'm like laying out all of liberties where I'm like, oh, my God, there's none. Right. I'm going through it in my head and I'm like. Is there no? There's not one no. there. No, there's not one there. There could be one there. Nope, that there isn't. No, no, no yeah. indoor plumbing during this time period. They that's they, disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but wait, 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 wait. Back to the Muppets, yes. though. Yes. Did you guys know? So, with the 50th anniversary of Magic Kingdom coming up soon, did you know that there is a Muppets Magic 50th anniversary Magic Band available? It's not one of the ones that you can get as part of your package with as an extra for your package, but it is or was. It might be sold out. Available on the Disney Store online. A friend of mine and client just sent it. Sent me the the link. Um, I need this. I need this yeah. now. I but think I'm, also we need to take this opportunity because we know that the Bobs listen. So yeah. we, we know that they're our fan. And so Bobs, I just need to ask you, like, where are Muppets? Where well, are that's what I was going to say. Like, why would they be getting, phasing out the Muppets and then bringing them in for the 50th anniversary commemorative magic band? Something's not adding up here, Bobs. No. It's I am not. angry. No, the Muppets need to come back. People like seeing it. It's not gonna here's it's not gonna draw the crowds. So you're bringing characters back out for things. Just let it happen. Um, it the Muppets need to come back. People love the Muppets, and now Especially, Muppet Babies are on Disney Junior. The younger kids are loving the forget Muppets. Forget about the kids. We're the ones <laughs> paying for these trips. It's our generation that loves the Muppets. Absolutely. And is, Footing the bill for this. We We're the write, ones that we matter need to write here. A letter. By the way, I'm that clip for, for the best of 2021, that clip right there of forget about the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who said Disney's for kids? Kids. Oh man. All right. I I think I think we've dug this podcast as far deep as we can with this episode. <laughs> oh, this is my favorite episode ever. So all right, Do mouse you, tip. Yeah. Mouse gets tip, friends. So we talked about July 4th being a really, really busy day at Magic Kingdom. One of the busiest of the year next to maybe Christmas Day or New Year's Day, would you say? Yeah. I don't I actually don't know which of the three are busiest. I was <laughs> I gonna say, to say it's it's it usually fourth of July and then New Year's that sell yeah. out. I think fourth of July historically is the busiest day at yeah. Magic Kingdom with good reason. It's great. It's just a great place to be, regardless of how crowded it is. So, you know, nowadays, if you are thinking about going on the 4th of July, you need to make your park reservations as soon as possible. In fact, are there any available anymore? For this year? I don't think there are this year. Um, but park reservations are here through, we think, July of 2022, at least, right? Yeah. Aren't we there yet already? Yeah. So yeah. they're showing. So this is also a piece of news that came out. Bob Chapek recently mentioned in um, a talk at, where was it, Jen? At, at It was some sort of shareholders meeting. Yeah. That um, Park Pass reservations were um, going to be around for the foreseeable future long after the pandemic. And we as agents are seeing Park Pass reservations as a requirement for bookings. We can book through October. 
October. Early October, yeah. Early October. Of 2022, and they are yeah. still requiring park reservations as of now for those dates. So if you want to go 4th of July next year, get on it, make your park pass reservations, because this is the day that's going to sell out quick. Yes. Uh, if park pass reservations ever go away, like Lori said earlier, during non-COVID times, we we always recommend a midday break if you have littles, if you want to get away. Except you may not day. take a midday break from Magic Kingdom on the 4th of July. Um, maybe with park pass reservations, that won't be an issue because if you have the reservation, you have the reservation and you can show up when you want because they're controlling capacity. I don't know. We're not 100% on that, but we believe that's the case. Um, don't know what park hopping will look like on the 4th of July, but during no normal times, just you can't leave. If you leave, yeah. you're not getting back in because this is no. a day when they will shut down the shut down admissions to the park. It does get that that busy. So get there early, pack your patients, pack your deodorant, and God bless America. <laughs> All right. Thanks for spending another episode with us, dear God. Um, hope you have celebrated. <laughs> How have you celebrated your patriotism in the parks? We'd love to hear. Um, share below or on our Facebook page. For the latest news out of Disney's, don't don't forget to visit our blog at mousecomoms with an S blog.com and join our Facebook page, Disney Planning and Chat by Mousecomoms. Thanks for listening. Please listen to the next one. <laughs> Thank you for listening and having a drink with us this week. Tune in every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for new episodes. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website kingdomandcruise.com and their Facebook page Kingdom and Cruise Travel. These traveling moms are signing off. And remember, please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Now it's time to say goodbye. To all our company, here I see. See you real soon. Why? Because we like you.